the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Willie Show. Glad to have you along. We often talk about schools, and we often talk about the escalating evil of the LGBTQ indoctrination attempts in schools. And those two topics intersect today in two local school districts, probably more, but definitely two, one in the Dayton area, one here in suburban Columbus. Told you a long time ago about the I'm safe badges that Hilliard teachers were wearing. Transgender flag on it. The clear implication being that if a teacher is wearing a badge that says I'm safe and other teachers in the school are not wearing the same badge, it would seem to be a logical conclusion that some of the teachers are safe and some are not. And wouldn't you know? The ones that are safe are all extolling the virtues of the LGBTQ ideology. And that if a student were to even be curious about said badge on the teacher, what does that mean, teacher? What is that flag, teacher? Because we're talking about students all the way down to kindergarten and first grade. Teachers wearing a badge and other teachers aren't wearing the badge, and the badge is very colorful, and it's hard to find a color that's not in the LGBTQ flag because it's hard to find a letter that's not in the LGBTQ acronym that is growing by the day, soon to include D for drag queens, I'm sure. It opens the door for teachers to have sexual conversations with kids, and parents will not be notified about it. That is the position that the Hilliard City schools have taken, even though there are some very good board members on the Hilliard City School Board, they are outnumbered at present. And so today, the Hilliard City School District finds itself sued in U.S. court in the Southern District, and all the parents want is, stop doing this with the badges. They're not suing for money. They're not asking for anybody to be fired. They're just saying, stop doing it. You won't respond You won't make it go away. You won't. Oh, here's a refreshing thought. Educate the kids on the topics you have been trained to teach. No, you want to bring your personal sexual proclivities into the classroom. Tell me why. That is a thing. That was not a thing when I was in school. And I hate to go, old man, get off my lawn here. But that was definitely not a thing. Nor do I think it should be a thing now. You know where it's not a thing? In a lot of private schools, in a lot of charter schools. Coincidentally or not, they are all growing in enrollment and in parental satisfaction because they have the refreshing idea that what's old is new and that after the pandemic, when kids were not allowed to be educated in a classroom environment where it is conducive to learning, the kids' education fell off and that after the pandemic, These charter schools and these 
private schools decided, you know what we got to do? We got to get back to educating kids because that's what parents want because they watched us do it on Zoom and they didn't like it. No, but also during the pandemic, we had a lot of activist teachers who decided, you know, when we come back, we got to reimagine our schools. We got to reimagine them. Oh, by the way, if I can step out of the state of Ohio for a moment, the superintendent in the Fairfax County Schools in uh, Virginia is big on the whole reimagining thing. Shockingly or not, more schools in Fairfax County, Virginia have now been shown to not have notified students who merited national merit scholarships. It started with one. I remember talking about Thomas Jefferson School of Technology, and then it was four, and then it was seven. And today, ding, 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 if you had 13 in the pool, congratulations, because that's the count now in Fairfax County, Virginia. We're up to 13 schools in Fairfax County, Virginia that forgot, they forgot to tell the kids that they got National Merit Scholars. Really? Did they forget or give a listen here to the introductory video put out by Fairfax County Public Schools? We'll get back. We'll get back to Hilliard and we'll get back to Bethel over by Dayton in just a second. But this attitude permeates education far too frequently today. This is the video they made welcoming their new superintendent to school. And now we look back and go, why didn't we realize that someone who thinks like this would preside over a system where 13, and probably more, schools in Fairfax County, Virginia decided that even though you earned a scholarship, it's not equitable if you earn it. I think it is a fabulous time to be in education at such a time as this. We're really at a crossroad in our country and around the world as we struggle to rebuild and reframe and Mm. really reimagine Mm. our public schools so that we're not reopening um, the public schools of the past as we move forward. I've made it my life's work uh, to ensure equitable opportunities and equal outcomes for each and every student that I've had the opportunity to serve. Equitable opportunities, and did you catch the last part? Equal outcomes. Equal outcomes. Equal outcomes are not equitable. Opportunities can be equitable. Unless you're a socialist, which she is, and which a lot of educators are, that equal opportunities automatically lead to equal outcomes. No, they don't. Some students work harder. Some students try harder. Some students are just more gifted. Sorry, they won the genetic brain lottery. I could work and work and work. I could eat like Tom Brady. I could eat kale ice cream. I could never be a quarterback like Tom Brady. He won the genetic lottery or the mental lottery. He won some kind of lottery. I didn't win. That's how life has been since the beginning of time. But we have freaks like this woman, Michelle Reed. Did you notice? For such a time as this. Oh, they're even borrowing scriptural language now. That comes from the book of Esther. And usually, when you say such a time as this, it's an authentic Christian talking about something that they feel motivated to do, perhaps at personal sacrifice or consequence because they feel like God is leading them to do it. Well, they feel like God is leading them to do this. Only they are God. See, they are the God of the universe. What they feel is what must be. 
whether you, as the parent, feel it or not. No, if you don't feel it, well, you're fill-in-the-blank, racist, homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic, some kind of phobic. And so we're going to rebuild and reframe and reimagine education because we don't want to reopen the public schools of the past. No, we want to give everybody equal opportunities because that'll be equally the same in outcome. Particularly when we don't tell the kids who actually earn scholarships. We'll make sure it's an equal outcome. So now let's go from Hilliard to Bethel. Bethel is over by Tip City. Miami County, I believe, Bethel is in. I used to cover Bethel High School sports in a previous profession. And I see this happening in Bethel, and I'm just like, well, if it can happen in Bethel, it can happen anywhere. It can happen in my little rural district, because this is a little rural district. Although I'm sure it has grown since I was there. America First Legal. One of the great organizations out there, like Alliance Defending Freedom and others, standing up for true equality of opportunity, not outcome, is suing the Bethel Local School District. Because the school officials, according to the lawsuit, violated the religious liberty of 18 parents and students when they allowed what? A 14-year-old transgender girl, which is to say a boy, to use the girl's restroom. Of course they did, because the boy, pretending to be a girl, said that it was unfair to make them use one of the two special single-use restrooms because the kids made fun of him. Boy, we can't have kids making fun of each other. If that happens, we're going to have to close that school because that's the only school where kids make fun of each other. Uh, Newsflash, my kids go to a private Christian school and kids there make fun of each other. You You know, the healthiest thing you can tell somebody who sends their kid to a private school of any sort is though you may be paying $10,000 or more to send your kid to a private school, there is no school where you can pay enough to keep the kids from being kids. They will find a way, a thing, something to make fun of. Something you wear, something you say, something you don't say, something that inadvertently happens to you, they will make fun of. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's reality. And you got to learn to deal with it because that's how you mature from childhood to adulthood. So they let this boy use the girls' restroom without telling the parents, without telling the other students. And they have not just Christian students, but Muslim students in this district. And the students are saying all the things that my kids would say if this happened to them. This is a psychologically torturous event for them to have a boy using the same restroom that they're using. But of course, we have to prioritize the rights of the LGBTQ community over the rights of everyone else. One of the things that's pretty self-evident, but we often miss the most self-evident thing, is that an effective way to fight back against all the lies in our culture is to just say true things 
and be impervious to the labeling that will come from saying true things. In fact, you don't even have to say true things. You just have to not sit quietly while untrue things are said, giving the impression that you agree with those things because you did not voice your objection. You can just get up and walk out. That's powerful, too. So I really feel for the students and the parents in the Bethel Local School District over around Tip City. Like, if you're headed to Dayton on I-70 and you go past 675 and you get to that concert venue and then you come up to 202, kind of off to your right out there in the country, that's kind of where Bethel Local Schools is located. It's beautiful country. And they had a student move in, 14-year-old boy, thinks he's a girl, said he was bullied in the Fairborn schools, which are not far away, uh, because he's transgender. And so Bethel said, okay, we've got five single-use restrooms here. Uh, We'll set aside two of them. You can use either one you want. Either one you want. Now, Bethel is not a huge school, okay? It's not an Upper Arlington. It's not a Hilliard-Davidson. It's not an Olentangy Liberty. Bethel's a small school. So the contention came back, ah, can't use the single stall, single-use restroom because uh, it's not conveniently located. I'm late for class. And because people say that when I use that bathroom, I'm using the sissy bathroom. And it's uncomfortable for me. Now, I have a question. If you're a boy, and this child is a boy, and you're affected by being called a sissy, I have a, I think, unfallible, infallible solution to this problem. Use the boys' restroom. Right? I mean, if using a bathroom that's not the boys' bathroom makes you a sissy and you are a boy, and you are, why not use the boys' bathroom? Problem solved. I don't even work on commission. I offer that solution freely. Uh, but at any rate, that was not something that the student wanted to do. Um, and so said not good enough. Went to the high school, uh, excuse me, went to the middle school principal. And said, can I use the girls' restroom? And the middle school principal said, yeah, sure, go ahead. Nothing like an activist middle school principal. So the Bethel Board of Education got wind of this and announced a new policy in January of last year without any public debate on it. I'm pretty sure if the demographics of the Bethel District are anywhere close to what they were when I was covering their outstanding girls basketball team, state championship girls basketball team, in the uh, early 1980s. This would have been quite the topic of discussion in the Bethel District had they opened it up and allowed parents to know what they were going to be talking about. But they didn't because they wanted to do what evil people do. They wanted to complete their deeds in darkness. And so all of a sudden, this boy who's under the delusion that he's a girl starts using the girl's restroom. Now, this solved the problem of the transgender girl 
having to hold his urine. But it created another problem. Can you guess what that is? That's right. Girls now began holding their urine because they didn't want to go in a restroom where they might be, well, let's just say encounter a biological boy. Now, there are no allegations like Loudoun County, Virginia, where this boy uh, did anything of a sexually harassing nature or of a criminal nature. Nevertheless, I've said before, as the father of three girls, my girls would not have to be physically accosted or even addressed by a boy in their restroom. But if a boy was in their restroom, they would be mortified because we have taught our daughters to be private about private things. And we have taught them to be modest in areas where they should be modest. And I am not surprised that the parents in the Bethel District have taught their girls the same thing. Because their girls went to their parents and complained and said that, and some of the parents were Muslim, so don't don't blame the Bible thumper. Some of them were Muslim. Blame the Koran thumper as well. The lawsuit alleges the board is imposing a substantial burden on the free exercise of faith by placing children in intimate facilities with members of the opposite biological sex. This directly contradicts their faith on a fundamental moral question and places their children in a situation of compromised modesty. Yes. Yes. Look, sometimes in life there is not a perfect solution to every problem. I would imagine that you cannot retrofit the building where Bethel Schools is located to offer this transgender girl a facility close in proximity to every classroom so the student will not be, according to their contention in the lawsuit, late getting to class because they're using a restroom set aside for them by the district. The district already made special dispensation. But of course... This underscores a point that I say all the time about the left. And it's true not just of issues regarding LGBTQ. It's true about anything. It's true about abortion. The left never holds a victory party. Anytime they win, they do not pause to celebrate. They keep pushing, 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 pushing for more, 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 more. We just want domestic partner benefits. That's all we want. We won't ask to be married. Well, you know, marriage would be nice. We'd like to be married. Don't worry. We won't ever ask to adopt kids. Well, you know, for it to really be a marriage, we we really need to be able to parent kids. I mean, they never stop, right? They set aside two bathrooms for the kid. Not good enough. Of course not. Because they never stop. They're never satisfied. Evil never is. And I'm not saying the child is evil. I'm saying they are influenced by something evil. Because, again, we have to tinge everything we do with compassion. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.